It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke podcast. I'm Drew. Mo. Yes, sir. How's it going? Good. Dave the Wagon West. All day. Moo Cow. <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> the fucking king of Reddit. Uh. Joining us for some fun tonight. Um, who, who wants to start first? Hey, can I introduce uh, Moo Cow? Sure. No, you always like to do that. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I bet. All right, guys, this is uh, Rich. He is a uh, prolific Redditor. If you log on there and you're like, who the fuck is this really, really nice guy? That's probably Mukau Rich. Um, he's also a contributor to CigarNoise.com. He recently just did all of the uh, Tatuai Skinny Monsters series. And um, we just pretty much cut out our entire audience because we're having the one guy listen to the show on the show. <laughs> I'll still so. listen. <laughs> Thank you. You'll listen to yourself. <laughs> this will be your favorite podcast, then. That's true. No, Rick. Rick, did you, did you grow up on a dairy farm, or where, where does the name I, come I, from? I did not. Uh, so I grew up in Wisconsin. I've lived here almost my whole life. Um, uh, yeah, I, I grew up near farms, but not any dairy farms. I've just really okay. liked cows forever. It's just a screen name I've had since like seventh grade. So okay, I just stick I with it. I got you. That, that's kind of interesting, though. Like, you liked cows in seventh grade. I think there's a lot of jokes to be made there, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I wasn't going to touch is. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Utterly bad ones. <laughs> so, like, BBWs, that's kind of your thing? <laughs> I ain't touching that either. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't touching you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Where should so, we start, boys? Um, what are y'all smoking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> drinking some rum and some Maker's Mark. Rum and Maker's. Mm-hmm. The Maker's has a, a potent spice to it, so it kind of oh, cleanses fuck, everything. Whatever. Yeah, All right. It's let's just start, like a reset, uh, you know? Coochman. <laughs> Coochman, <laughs> ask, uh, what's your favorite Wait, what music? What are you smoking, Dave? Favorite? I'm oh. smoking the Eye of the Shark, man. Oh, I forgot yeah, we talked honor, about that. Honor of Rich. How does that honor him? Uh, we're like the only two people I know that really enjoy it, and everybody else kind of hates it. It was good. I liked it. Oh. oh I've shit. met almost nobody that didn't like it. Yeah. Really? Dave, are you uh, so making just... shit up again? Jeez, Dave. Now, hey, uh, Brad and Matt, if you're listening, that's your shout-out. Assholes. Hating on my cigar. Well, they don't like anything good. <laughs> Smokey's taste is borderline shit. That's why Smokey uh, couldn't come on today. Oh. Hey, he's not going to come on. It? We're going to tease him. I'm, I'm smoking an Opus uh, gifted to me by Drew. Ooh, nice. With shit tons of plume on it. Boom. Ooh. Well, I'm hoping that's plume. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. That, that's Dropus. It's iffy. <laughs> 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 what about you, Rich? I got a Las Calaveras 2014 and a New Glarus mm. Spotted Cow Beer. Oh, Dude, that's Dave's uh, like favorite cigar ever. I do really like it. I like it it's a lot. A good cigar. It, it's starting to do something, though. Oh, dude, absolutely. I agree. Starting to do something? Lose something. Oh, lose, lose. something. Yeah, it's not <laughs> as good. 
How old is it? Something. The 2014. Oh, the 20. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're coming up on two years. They're usually yeah. released in June. So. Yep. Um, but the 2015 actually is smoking really well right now. Shut up. Oh. I swear. <laughs> no, it is. Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. Smoking real well right now. <laughs> I, I said that partly on purpose because I hate when people fucking say that. But uh, <laughs> it, it is good right now. It really is, though. But, you know, that, that is something. And we've made fun of that in the past before. But sometimes it really is an appropriate thing to say. I know. I know. Th- isn't that weird? That's never yeah. appropriate. But even when it's appropriate, say. you still hate it. You're like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking really well right now. Yeah. I'm going to exactly. tuck it back in the humidor and let it rest. Put it to sleep. <laughs> Put no it play to in sleep. traffic. <laughs> oh, man. How about you, Drew? Um, TNT. Viaje. Ah. Always. I hear that again. <laughs> it's, it's back on the island. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's good. Favorite cigar ever again? What did the what? Not favorite ever, but it's it's good. It's in I the top. Yeah. I'll I'll have I to send you. you one. Did the no thank you. Did B I'm smoke? Did did B smoke his? No. Okay. I don't think so. I will have to ask what he thinks. Hmm. He, Drew, why are you so quiet today? Am I quiet? I don't know. You're doing like your uh, like like real life v- like DJ voice. Uh oh. Yeah, you don't you don't have your radio presence like you usually do. <laughs> usually, yeah, you don't sound like you look in your selfies right now. Yeah, my bad. One, who, who took who took that picture of you flexing in the cigar noise shirt? <laughs> that hey, that was that was for Dave. I bet it was for Dave, but I'm asking, who the hell took that for you? We don't need to get into details of things like that. <laughs> that was been, a selfie like, cam? If, like, somebody walked into the locker room and they were, like, sitting there flexing and, like, some dude's taking a picture of you, that must have been a cute scenario. Okay, now, Mo, you've been to that gym, <laughs> and, and that is nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> it's how we met. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty normal. In fact, um, I'm just going to go into my story of yesterday. I told you guys. Of what? Yesterday at the gym. So I walk in. Oh, I, haven't. Oh, I walk. Yeah. I walk in the locker room, and as you walk in, there's like this little um, sitting area with a TV for sports and all. And then the showers are to the left, and then you go on through, and to the left is going to be the like mirrors and sinks, and then directly to the right are like the bathrooms. So I'm walking in to go to the bathroom. And as I'm turning the corner, there's a guy. I'm pretty positive. I didn't, like, double take or anything, but... Yeah, you did. Hair drying his balls. <laughs> no joke. Of, I'm pretty uh, positive. Powder, man. Did you offer to lend him a hand? I'm pretty... Well, no, no, I did not. Why? What are you doing with your car? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a sound effect. We... <laughs> That was a, I'm trying to pick him up type thing, right? Oh, jeez. So, like, I turn the corner, I see the guy. Low job? Yeah. 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 Mukau, yeah, baby. Jeez. Uh, So I see the guy doing this. From the fucking proud state of Wisconsin to a comedic center near you. I go to the can, I turn back around as he's, like, pulling his pants up, and then he's got the hair dry, and I'm like, wait a second. This guy's really, like, hair drying his, does, does any of you guys have ever done this? 
Am I the? How many takes did you have before you realized that's what he? Was doing? Am I the? I still don't know for sure that's what he was doing, but he had a hair dryer in his hand and then he pulled his pants up. What else was he doing? Like, like how many times did you walk by, like trying to see out of the corner of your eye? If I was you, Dave, I would have. Yeah, you probably looked like you were pacing back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't the only one that Staring was wondering. Staring at your phone, but feeling awkward about it, you know. <laughs> I think. You know, I, I think um, the real. I think the real takeaway, though, is next time you got to stop and ask him if he needs help. I'm gonna have to next time. If I see yeah. that again, I'm going to have to make it awkward. Yeah. Take it to the next level because he already did. Yeah. Pull it, Dave. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> hey, man, should I be doing that? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> let's weigh the pros and cons here. Um, let's talk cigars and fitness, though. A lot of Why? people. <laughs> I've been asking, I've seen it lately, like on Reddit, especially about health and cigars. And you guys are fairly active in the gym, and I have to run a lot. Do y'all notice any health factors from cigars? Health um, or unhealthy I, factors? <laughs> I guess unhealthy factors. Um, no. Okay, good chat. No, no, like, okay, so, like, when I used to smoke a lot of hookah, I would feel that. Definitely. Um, really? Yes. Cigars, I do not. Now, I don't typically smoke before the gym, so it's hard to really say, but I guess I have I have been to the gym before where I've smoked prior to, and I can kind of feel it a little bit. So, like, on your, your day-to-day gym efforts, your training no. sessions, you don't feel winded? No. More so than usual? No, but I don't really do, like... Cardio? You know, I'm not, like, doing CrossFit or su- shit like that. Wait, you don't do CrossFit, Mo? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you had uh, converted. There's nothing wrong with that, but... Well, that's debatable as well. So, you don't... I mean, do you do, like, supersets and... Yeah, like today, because I knew we had the podcast, I supersetted my whole workout. Yeah, and you didn't feel uh, winded from it? What'd you do? What'd you train today? I felt psyched. Huh? What'd you train? (laughs) Arms. Awesome. Oh, that's a good superset combination then. I know, yeah. Buys and tries? Mm Mm-hmm. Hence arms. Hence arms. (laughs) No, Dave, to answer your question. I don't ever notice anything either. And I do some running and all, so. Yeah, but you don't really smoke anymore. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Are you smoking a night, Drew? Yeah. VI, you, TNT. Oh, that's right, the TNT. Okay, that's right. Jeez. It hit me when it said that. I was like, oh, whoa. Jeez. Took me back to our first podcast when you weren't smoking. <laughs> that's because that's it was 30 degrees outside and I was in my house. Yeah. Dude, it was I the sat Sultans in my car of sitting when it was in your garage. Degrees. Yeah, but I have podcast equipment. Oh, yeah. You boys just have your tellies. Uh, both of y'all are Mr. Fancy Pants today. <laughs> but I have to run a lot, too, and I don't really notice that much of a yeah. difference. Why are people saying that there is a... There is a, a I just see a lot of questions. I don't see a lot of uh, causality you know, yeah. or any actual yeah. evidence. But you know what? I have noticed my teeth. I'm going to have to start like, getting that, uh, that whitening shit. My teeth yeah, are. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I've actually uh, changed my... I'm getting a cleaning now every three months. Ooh. Yeah. I might try that, too. I mean, serious. I mean, my, my insurance pays for it anyway, so why not? 
Yeah. That's what about nice. you, Rich? What, what about from it, the land? What's that? What about from the land of uh, uh, Wisconsin, Rich? You notice anything? I don't. I don't exercise. <laughs> Talking <laughs> about cigars and fitness, you, I know about one of those things. You just run your fucking mouth. That's pretty oh. much all I got, man. <laughs> you are a keyboard jockey. I post jockey, on Reddit though. all the time. What you want? <laughs> yeah, you are definitely a keyboard jockey. For sure. <laughs> I was jockey too. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez, Dave. What you got, Drewski? Um, the only thing that I had was a couple questions off of uh, the noise. Coochman, he wants to know your favorite music to pair with cigars. Man, I don't know anything about the blues, but I really like listening to the blues when I smoke a cigar. Nice. Do you have like a Pandora station that just fits? Yeah, what do you what do you kick on? Do you just essential blues Pandora radio? Just I gotcha. let it go. Hmm. I like that. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mo? You listen to Panda? Yanni? More of a Yanni guy when I saw him. Mm. No, I I don't I, truthfully I don't really listen to music when I smoke. I usually don't. That's sad. Even when you smoke like at home? Yeah, man, not really. Last night I did a little bit. I li- but that was like rap. So yeah, I listened to rap last night. But normally I don't. The only time I really listen to music is if I'm driving like long distances or at the gym. Huh, that's contrasting. So you got like rap and like chill time. Yeah. I like, I like rock. I mean, I like everything. We talked about this. I listen to everything. Yeah, I'll listen to about everything, too. I mean, I if I'm in a Taylor Swift mood, I'll fire that up. Oh, I'll yeah, Swifty. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry. <laughs> she gets a... Oh, <laughs> Katy Perry. Kesha's a personal favorite. I do like Kesha, too. That's where I gotta draw the line. Oh, she's... <laughs> she's, she's there are no lines for, to be drawn here. Taylor Swift all day. Uh, I've been liking Matchbox 20 again a lot lately. Ooh. I listen to them and uh, Amos Lee Radio. It's really? Mm-hmm. Dave. I know. I, I You know what? Like, I embody, like, an old man. I need, to, like, an old cardigan. Yes, you do. And I need to, like, drive around in a golf cart everywhere I go. Super slow. Piss people off. You don't need to drive super slow to do that. <laughs> All for you. So, Mukha, we were talking before, and then Dave cut me off because well, I'm not really sure why. But I, I had said <laughs> that it, it was it was hard to differentiate between you and him, like when you guys talked, because it was pretty similar. You took offense to it because I said you didn't sound like necessarily somebody from Wisconsin. I didn't mean that as an insult. But have you ever heard, like, Brad speak? That's a Wisconsin accent. Oh, yeah, that's the northern yeah. Wisconsin accent. Well, he's from no Milwaukee. Way. Would you consider that northern Milwaukee or northern Wisconsin? I would not consider that northern Wisconsin. I have relatives. I grew up near Milwaukee, and I have relatives who have that accent, too, but that's totally from the northern part of Wisconsin. I got it. That's how they talk up there. Hey, kids, we need to talk. You know, I've never heard anybody distinguish the north and south of Wisconsin before. Me neither. <laughs> 
there's a lot of Wisconsin that doesn't really have much of a regional accent. But of course, everybody says that about where they're from. (laughs) So how close are you to Canada? How close am I to Canada? Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, probably seven hour drive or something. Six hours, depending on where I go. Just, I wonder if that explains your niceness at all. <laughs> I don't apologize very much. Who did we just lose? That's true. That's true, but you are overly nice. We just lost Mo. Well, uh oh, it was it was bound to happen at least once. Yeah. Man, I wish I had shit to say about him right now. Say it before I get him back. Damn it! <laughs> I can't think of anything cool. <laughs> It'll come to you when it's too late. I know. <laughs> Shit! Say it now. Say it now. I don't know what happened. Sorry. Oh, I got you, Mo. There you are, Mo. Uh, okay. Well, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. But what was I asking you? <laughs> oh yeah, you're from Madison, aren't you? Yes, sir. Really? Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, you're not that far from where I'm at right now. Where are you at? Scenic Dixon, Illinois. I have no idea where that is. About, uh, I don't know, about maybe an hour south of Rockford. Oh, okay. Just a couple hours from here, then. Mm-hmm. We should get together and smoke. I would love to, man. You ever get down to Chicago? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love uh, going to Casa de Monte Cristo down there. Yeah, man, let me know next time you're there. For sure. It's like Moe's personal shop. Yeah. <laughs> He has to, like, approve people at the door to come in when he's there. I don't know how I got in before then. <laughs> yeah. he, it must not have been his FIFA night. That's yeah. What yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, he's got a bouncer checking names at the door. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, we, don't, we don't mess around when it comes to FIFA time. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I bought my Sultans of Smoke cigars. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Awesome, man. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, Drew, what else we got, man? Uh, we got some moo cow topics. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come up with them? You want us to, you want us, you want me to read them? You want to just, uh, spout them off here? Man, I don't remember what I wrote. <laughs> um, what's the most hyped up cigar that let you down? What's the most underrated cigar on the market right now? Good question. Hmm. I feel like I should have read that before now because those are really good questions. Oh man, most I underrated. Know. Go, oh, go, Mo. I'll, I'll start. Go. I'll start the most underrated. Uh, the Curvari line. I think they're phenomenal cigars, and you don't really hear a lot about them. Hmm. Um, whether I did it's, have that uh, one Curvari. Which one? The uh, you know I, I don't really know, but I remember it had a lot of floral <laughs> notes, and I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that could be. Well, they, I mean, you know, the Achilles is real good. That uh, it's got a San, San Andreas uh, wrapper on that one. Uh, the Gloria de Leon or Leon, that's a really good one too. Um, the Reserva Limited or whatever, that's a really good cigar. And they're that's all the like, one. they're like all like eight bucks, you know, nine bucks, and really really good cigars. And you just don't hear a lot about them or don't hear a lot of guys talking about them. But I, I've always enjoyed those. So yeah, that reserve limited was the one. Yeah, really good. good cigar. What else we got, Dave? Do you have one? 
Uh, yeah, I was really let down by the 1502 XO. I don't know and if we should be bad-mouthing him right now. <laughs> we, we, we need to talk about what he just did today. Yeah, so that's, that's we'll in there, to too. That. That's one of my later questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's another question. Uh, um, I was also let down by the Ezra Zion, all my exes, Maduro. Except the lighter version. I've only had one of the lighter version Maduro, but surprisingly, yeah, I liked it a lot. Dave, I don't think there's supposed to be two versions. I yeah, would I don't hesitate so to say that there should be two versions. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it makes sense that there should not be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but. Yeah, the lighter one to me just tastes like a slightly bolder version of the original. The uh, the darker one is just, I don't know, tastes kind of like a Liga. So I guess if you're into Ligas. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know. Uh, Dave, okay. I believe the question was, what's the most hyped up cigar that let you down? <laughs> well, I hyped that cigar to myself. Yeah, I definitely hyped that one up. I like the original so much. Now, if it wasn't an Ezra Zion, all my exes, would you have liked it more? Uh, no. Because, uh-uh. I mean, I've, I've smoked maybe eight of them so far. So, you know, so I had the, the severe disappointment, then the mediocre disappointment, <laughs> then the, ah, I'm over it, I'll never smoke one again, then, ah, let's try it again, who knows. You know, so I've went through several stages of grief with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what your wife went through with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right, and sadly, they're both despondent, so. <laughs> English, Dave, English. Oh, um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Muka, how about you, man? I was going to say the 1502 XO let me down, um, but okay. I do feel better about paying $20 for it now. Yeah, I hear you. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in a minute, but what, what, what about... Uh, un, um, underappreciated or under the radar what would you say i don't know if it's really under the radar exactly but in some circles people talk a lot about pg cigars in other circles you don't hear a word yeah i love pg okay they do some pretty good stuff they're relatively well constructed yeah they're like 12 15 bucks okay gotcha but they do some they do some decent stuff and they man i don't they're always um I wonder if their price point's funky because they're always like on the bottom shelf or they're just like off to the side or yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel know. Like people if you know what they are. That's kind of nice. Yeah, nobody pe- else buys them. Pe- people, but people dismiss them when they walk into the humidor. Yeah. Well, their bands aren't very catchy, right? And you're yeah. talking higher price point, so people probably don't, unless they know what they are, you know. And don't they only sell to certain distributors anyway? Don't they have, like, a kind of a, a niche distributorship? Yeah, I think that's right. Hmm. No clue. Drufus? Man, I was trying to think. I know I've had some, but I can't think of anything. Well, what about something that disappointed you? That's, I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> He's never right. disappointed. So, something that's under, <laughs> underappreciated. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know I've had a hyped one from, from you guys, probably from Dave. Dave's probably hyped something, and it was like, oh, really? <laughs> Hype train. Wow, there was one reason that I was trying to think of. 
that was pretty high. You know that that is a problem was. though. Like, Mo, you, you really s- like a cigar. You sent me something that you hyped up, and then I was like, uh, I me? mean, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, the Jason Pudgy, probably. But yes, yeah. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't all you had hyped it to be. True, <laughs> ah, your pals suck. Your pals. <laughs> But, you know, it's so real, though. Like, when you really like a cigar and you tell yeah. everybody about it and you're just passionate about it because it's your, like, it fits you to a T. Yeah. And then they get, you know, just such a high expectation and put it on a pedestal. And, yeah. Yeah, I know. It, I know. It's I, a real I, problem. I screwed, it. I, I, I screwed it for you, man. I'm sorry. That's my bad. You don't have to apologize. But, you notice the second one's always better because, like, the first one kind of dashes your expectations. And then the second one, you go on with really low expectations, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh shit, that's a good cigar. We'll see. Yeah. So I smoked that one. Not what? Who's got the birds? Oh, those are those are mine. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they're not actually mine. They're just in a tree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's better than Dave's train. Yeah, just wait uh, for it. It's coming later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So I had I had another Jason um. Two nights ago. And I don't know. It was about the same that I remembered now. So, I mean, it was good. It just wasn't as much as Mo had hyped it. <laughs> then Mo. again, Mo tends to hype things, too. And then it's like, really? And then he goes back and smokes it. And he's like, well, okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> another another uh, brand that I feel is pretty good that doesn't get a lot of tick. Uh... Mombacho, that's another one. You and this Mombacho. Dude, that Liga Maestro, oh my god. I mean, You've been it's up. awesome. <laughs> so, so Can you mo- change your partial because the first two letters have your name in it? Yeah. What? Mombacho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a fucking dash in there next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, those are good. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a couple other brands where I'm like, god. Why don't people smoke more of these? They're good. They're just they kind of escape me right now. You've been on I a think, Mubacho. I uh, think Lassie is one of them. Uh, I used to be more so in the Lassie. Yeah. There's a lot of new shit coming out, too, lately, though. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So I have a follow-up question. Go for it. Do you, got, do you guys ever smoke something and you think... That was probably the best of that kind I'll ever have. I can't possibly ever smoke that cigar again, or it's gonna suck. Like, uh, like a, like, like you mean, like wrapper wise, or? No, you just smoke the cigar, and you're like, that was so good that if I have another one and it sucks, I'll be so disappointed that I can't possibly do it. Yeah, Papine ten year. Yeah, because it happened to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked one, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and I've smoked two since, and they were okay. Damn. There's the train. That was kind of disappointing. It's all about I mean, the... Still, uh, it's all about the good cigars, but... Who? I feel like they were better a year ago, and that's when I smoked my first one. What were you... Um, do you remember what you were doing that first time you smoked one? Yeah, I, had, I was with my family. We were all hanging out and stuff like that, and that was my first one. That was last summer. The next one was with B, so that couldn't have been Yeah, fun. that was a blind, blind taste test. <laughs> So I didn't even know that. It, I mean, I had an idea that it was my father or something, but I had no idea it was a 10-year. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't remember it that way. But then, like, I've had other guys smoke, like that have smoked them recently, and they're like, yeah, it's different. Okay, so, so it's not, I'm not the only one. It's not just the uh, – but that that had to have played a factor. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, I still like the cigar, don't get me wrong. But I just seen a guy on Reddit that said, I want to buy one for my dad. My dad really likes it. And I almost wanted to respond to him like, dude, it's probably not what your dad remembers. Well, but he, he should <laughs> buy it. He should buy it now and hang on to it while they're not smoking good. <laughs> <laughs> it can always come back. I mean, there's cigars. And it might. And it might. They, yeah. they fluctuate and all, so. I'm just saying for what you probably got to pay to get one right now. What do you think? What, be... what are they running? I don't know. Do any of you guys know? No. Dave, did yeah, we, know did we lose you? Oh, Sorry, you're, you're muted. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Have what you about ever... that, uh, that new one coming out? It's $35. The Garcia Garcia? Garcia? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. About that. Should be good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We ready for the next one here? You know, I, I got something kind of similar we talked about briefly before. Great. So what are things that you've smoked in the past week, or I guess two weeks since we haven't had a podcast, mm-hmm. that really impressed you? Dave's fault once again. <laughs> um, the uh, We talked about this, that illustrious Goodfellas. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I, I smoked, so their, their brand is called Torah. Um, I smoked the Habano. Drew, you smoked the Sumatra. Sumatra. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, Dave, what did you smoke? Sumatra. Sumatra, yeah. okay. And, I, I mean, thought you had really the good. San Andreas. Yeah. yeah. I thought you had um, the San Andreas, you know, Dave. <clears throat> well, I thought I had the San Andreas according to your um, your sheet that you had because it said Robusto San Andreas. Yeah. But then um, I thought, no way, that's got to be fucking Sumatra. And then, sure as shit, I emailed him and I had Sumatra. Okay. That was just the sheet yeah, that he had sent me. They sent us a, mm-hmm. a Robusto on the San Andreas. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking good cigar. It really yeah. was. It really it was. was. Good. Mine had pink um, ash. Did yours have pink ash, Drew? Um, I think I was... Oh, I didn't even pay attention to it yesterday. Yeah. I just enjoy it, Dave. It was good. It was I would, aesthetically pleasing. I would smoke another one. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> Pink ash or uh, not? The uh, the new Latelier, uh, the Latrash or whatever. How do you say that, Muko? I think it's Latash. I don't know. Latash, yeah, Latache, there you go. I, I don't know. Yeah, something French, but that, that's uh, <laughs> that's a very good cigar too. That was really, really good. Is, is it? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on one, hoping to hoping to smoke and review it. Uh, wait, wait. you're gonna have to be more clear on that one. Is it the custom ass pressed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dave's Dave's dad, Dave's dad Dave's dad has been known to actually sit on cigars. So when when you say that, we just like to make sure that we like to clarify for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna have that that special chocolatey flavor to it. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. The box press or the ass press really brings it out, dude. That uh, that tour was the shit. And mm-hmm. also, I smoked the uh, the Opus X Rosado, the Oscuro Oro, from Jared, and that was a really good cigar too. It's very deep, satisfying. You're still talking um, about the cigar? Mm-hmm. Oh, Campesino. We burned that last week with um, with Lewis and Edgar. That shit's good too. Actually, I smoked my first uh, last night. How do you say El Comparter? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I smoked that yet last night. Really enjoyed it. Very, very good cigar. Um, so thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. My pleasure, man. 
Um, for San Andreas, I mean, I, I think it's fairly unique. What about you? Yeah, no. It's remember what I texted you. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think I've ever smoked a San Andreas that really tasted like this. And mm-hmm. um, it's definitely different. Um, you know, another cigar that I finally got to try that really, really, uh, I really, really enjoyed was the uh, Crown Heads uh, Yellow Rose, that Texas exclusive. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a good that, cigar. Was a, that was a really good cigar, man. Yeah, really good. That box press is hot. But I will say Fratello this week. Which one? The Bianco, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, the white label. Yeah. That's a heck of a cigar. I didn't like it as well as the original. Really? Yeah. I need to try it. The original to me, I mean, it has all the mechanics, you know? It's it's an effortless smoke and it's a maintenance-free smoke. But I just didn't find it very flavorful. But I hear the Bianco is, is good. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's a lot of good flavor. Unless you're Drew. <laughs> I said they were both good. I said I liked the original better. <laughs> Jeez, Dave. You know, we need we need a controversial topic right here, right now. Why? Do you have a suggestion? No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> so you just <laughs> gonna start, start the pot. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like that kid that hangs out with tough guys and then yeah. talks shit and then runs away. That's what you just yeah. told. Got to echo it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. We need something to get the party started. Rich, uh, what, what is what? your most... I'm sorry, Mo. No, go ahead, man. Rich, what is your most embarrassing cigar moment? Oh, that one's easy, man. Uh, so when I was pretty new to cigars, uh, my friend told me about this cool thing called an Opus X. Uh, he gave me this Power Ranger. And then we were smoking them, and he dared me to inhale. Uh, so I did. And and then it, that was a, a train to vomit city right there. Awesome. So that was pretty damn embarrassing. In the shop, like, or was that his place? No, we were outside. Ah, damn. So that's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. But thanks uh, for putting right. that out there for all 50 listeners. Yeah, you're welcome. Um. Just make sure you go back and refresh 49 more times, if you would mind. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hold true to your word there. So, Mo. Yeah. My man. Um, talk to us about Nicaragua. I know we kind of briefly went over it before, but I don't feel mm-hmm. like we've really, like, I don't. I feel like there are listeners right now that don't know that you went down to Nicaragua and did some cool shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who, who'd you meet down there? Like, what what was cool? What surprised you? Um, man, let's see. Who did I meet? Um, met a lot of people. Uh, surprising. Uh, I met AJ Fernandez. Uh, mm. Very, very cool guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, met uh, the guys from Mombacho. Uh, we hung out at uh, that Casa Favilli for a couple days. Really cool place. Um. Wait, what did you call it? Casa what? Casa Favilli. That's the name of their factory. It's uh, oh, it's cool. actually an old house that was made by a famous Italian architect. Um, hmm. So there's like a whole story behind it and stuff like that. Um, cool. And that's in Granada. So um, then the, we spent some. So we spent a couple days there. Then we went to Esteli for a couple days. Spent time at the La Corona factory where they make like the HRs. Um, got to meet. Um, Omar Gonzalez Aliman, who uh, owns nice. La Corona. 
Uh, very cool guy. The, uh, he, he, Sereno. Yep, they make the Sereno cigars there. Um, saw those being packaged and made. And so that was kind of cool because Carson, you know, is pretty active on noise and is a really cool guy. So it was pretty cool to see, like, their cigars being packaged and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. I met Nick Melillo from uh, oh, Fonda- cool. Foundation, right, is the name of his. That's awesome. Um, re- super nice dude. Um, really nice guy. Um, he looks like a cool dude. Yeah, he is. He's a real nice guy. I'm trying to think of uh, if there's anybody what, else. While, while you think of that, what was the yeah. dumbest question you asked? Because I asked a lot of dumb questions when I was there. Like, what was you know the what, absolute, man? like, hands down, the worst? Okay, so here's what a lot of people told me is they're like, why don't you talk more? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and, that, and, and that was, and which is really weird for me. Um, but it was one of those things where I'd rather listen. You know, I didn't really ask too many questions. I just listened. I tried to be a sponge, you know, just um, hearing different things that people were talking about, where they saw the industry headed, you know, um, their opinions on different, you know, developments and, and things like that. Um, it was just really interesting to take in and and kind of try to learn, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say the one thing is the way I think people assume things to be are not necessarily the way they are. Yeah. So I would oh, yeah. example of that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really want to get into it, but I, let, let's just say that. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of like um. It's kind of like the FDA, right? They think they understand the cigar industry, but they really don't. If that makes sense, and sure. I think, and I think people like just because they know a lot about cigars, think they know how the cigar industry really works, if that makes sense. And I'm Mm -hmm. certainly guilty of that. I mean, just because you know a lot about cigars doesn't mean you know how, like, stuff works, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, you know what you're saying to be dangerous. What's that? You're going to let me keep my innocence, is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Uh, No, no, no. I I just mean that, like, unless you're in something, um, it's hard to really understand it. Like, I could read a hundred books about how like the stock market works, but until I actually start trading, I don't really know how the stock market works. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense to me. So that's kind of how I would say it. So like you may know a lot about cigars, like just in general, somebody, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know a lot about the cigar industry and how it actually works. If that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. So that's Um, one thing I definitely learned. I asked a really dumb question, man. Like I saw him putting the uh, the salt and the smoke cigars in uh, cellophane, mm-hmm. and so it just it blew my <laughs> mind, man. Like they put the band on, you know, they got the little glue bowl beside the box, and they put them up in the box. They put the band on, they flatten it down, they put the cellophane on, and that's just it. They put the cellophane on, and they tuck it underneath, and they stick it in the box. And it just looks mm-hmm. kind of. Um, crinkled you know it doesn't look like when you pull it out of the box at the at the shop it's like smooth and flat and everything is crisp you know yeah and so i was like hey come on man like what else do you do this thing and he's like nothing and i was just i kept asking i was like there's got to be something like but apparently just in the process it flattens out and it gets really sharp and smooth and um yeah crisp yeah that, that was my dumbest question of the, the trip about <laughs> come on thing. come on that was the dumbest yeah. I'm sure there was one where he doesn't remember. 
Now, Dave, when you went down there, <clears throat> did you stay at AJ's guest house? Is that where you stayed? Uh, yeah, so two of our folks stayed um, in, they call it, I think, the uh, the White House. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of us stayed in our own little uh, single rooms on the other side. So it's yeah, like you could throw a rock and hit it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. You know, it was very interesting because I ended up asking his right-hand man. I said, I said there was a buddy of mine who came with a group from Governor's Cigars, and I think I told you this. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he remembered you guys, and he said they were an absolute class act. That's what he yeah. said about you guys. He said you guys were a class act. Dude, that was such a cool. So. Was it uh, Carlos by any chance? No, Enrique, pretty Ricky, as they call oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah, man, cool dude. And he is a pretty bastard, Ricky. If you're listening, you, I mean, not that he ever was. <laughs> oh, but yeah. That is like it's a. Wild. That's like he's like a pretty dude. You know, what I mean, not to be gay, but <laughs> <laughs> like, you look at him and you're just like that dude's like pretty. <laughs> I don't know. Like you, look, you know, you look at Drew, you're like, okay, that guy's. You know, fucking massive, whatever. And then, you know, pretty. Ri- I mean, there's a reason they call him that. <laughs> PR. And we lucked out too, man, because um, AJ had to stay in the uh, the White House whenever he was there because he was getting his own house built. Yeah. So we were having breakfast with him and shit. It's cool. Okay. Very cool, man. <laughs> Killed it. Uh, we want to move on to moose. <laughs> other topics we got here. Let's do it. How much age do you think the average NC cigar can get before it starts going downhill? Is that non-Cuban? Yeah, it's non-Cuban. Okay. You can answer separate for Cuban if you want. Man, I think... Um, so... Man, it's going to be different for every cigar. Yeah. I mean, some can even be a year or two. Some can be five, ten... Um, I mean, look so at that last Calvary. Average, average, yep. I'd say three or four. That's for non-Cuban. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Rich Cuban's probably about a, the same uh, too, though. The LFD two thousand series. Uh, what was it? We said number four. <clears throat> yeah. And this thing was rolled in ninety-eight. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I mean that's that's 18 years of my math serving, which it may not, but that's uh man that cigar was an absolute treat last night. Hmm. It was like chocolate chip cookies homemade. Then it was like convenience store. Oh, jeez. Then it was oh like God. then it was like that time that I forgot to put the chocolate chips in. And it was just cookie. Man, <laughs> that cigar was just phenomenal. Speaking of Dave, I did mention when I was in Nicaragua to some of the guys about your spice kit and. Mm-hmm. It took me about three or four times to get them to believe me that that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that isn't that's not that crazy. I don't know. No, do it's it's real. It, Eat it. It's not okay. Yeah, I know a lot of guys just walk around with fucking spice kits. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I review at the house, so I don't go to the shop with it. Thankfully, <laughs> you should. <laughs> Can you imagine? But dude, that that cigar last night, the construction was one hundred percent like a. Mm. 10 out of 10, 100 point cigar for construction. Like, yeah. ridiculous. That That is now like, that is the standard. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so overall, that. overall, I agree with you guys. It's about three to four years, right? Which I think is interesting because almost all of us buy so much stuff that you got more than three to four years worth of stuff pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, yes. It's kind of weird to buy that much stuff. Well, okay. So, like, when I. We had a podcast, and I said that 
I'm now smoking my Los Calaveras 14s because I don't think they're going to get any better. And you would have thought that I committed blasphemy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I had people message me like, dude, are you crazy? Uh, Dave thought I was crazy. But I'm, I'm with you, man. I think that those cigars, smoke them now because they're not going to get better, in my opinion. Um, uh, I think you're probably right. Another one, um, man, I had a couple on my mind that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm smoking those now because I just don't think uh, I'm going to th- I'm gonna have to come back to that. You don't one. think they're going to return, though? They're going to take like a dip and come back? Man, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'll keep one or two just longer because I'm, I'm not going to get around to smoking them but what's your uh, so uh, what's your plan on if you keep one or two what's your plan to like you keep it another year you keep it two what do you what do you, you mean, think until I get to it I guess <laughs> yeah you know I mean yeah. that's kind of how I am with the uh, eye of the shark <clears throat> I had one a couple weeks ago that just didn't quite hit me the same so I figured I'd smoke another one and I don't know. Could just been a dud. No. No, I, but that was a, I don't think that cigar will last. <clears throat> yeah. Who knows, man? That was that was my last one without cellophane. So maybe maybe it served its purpose. I need to go ahead and smoke the other ones in the next few months. Maybe it didn't. So, Rich, why did you differentiate in your question Cuban and non-Cuban? Well, most people seem to think that Cubans just get better with age for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty common question that I hear. I was just curious about the non-Cubans, because I think that's what most of us have in our humidors, right? I've got yeah. like five five years' worth of non-Cuban cigars sitting around, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, that's not, not the smartest choice I could have made. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you know, a Cuban is... smoker? Do you like Cubans? I do, yeah. I enjoy them. Okay. I don't have a ton of them. I'm, I'm kind of up in my game there, but... <laughs> what, do you, what do you like, man? What do I like? Yeah. Um, I, I really like everything I've had from Cohiba so far. Um, in fact, I haven't had a Cuban cigar I disliked. I think that's the most interesting thing. I, yeah. I could about say the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the characteristic is that makes aging those better. I know I heard somebody's um, hypothesis on Reddit saying that they think it's because the uh, uh, the soils that they're grown in, there's not a lot of variety. So one of the only factors you can do to it really is to mm-hmm. age it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that's really the thing or not, but it is an interesting concept, I guess, if that is the characteristic. That's a very interesting point. Um, I'd be really curious. I smoked that, uh, Hoyo de Monterey. I don't know which one it is, but I smoked that the other day and that cigar knocked me on my ass. And, and I don't usually, I mean, Cubans usually are not, I mean, but that one, I don't know why, just hit me. Huh. It was a Churchill? Yeah. Uh, You're not used to smoking a big, big cigar like that. Yeah, more of a Robusto <laughs> guy. How long did it take you to smoke it? Petite. Um, hour 45, maybe. Oh, shit. Hey, have Everything you, I've uh, heard from you and uh, or from everybody about you is that you smoke really fast. Uh, yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Have you had another one of those Davidoffs? Oh yeah, yeah, I had one on Friday, I think. Just as good. That thing's awesome. Yeah, I need to pick up. That night drew on his ass. Oh yeah, that was really? no the Puro de Oro. Oh. That's, that, that's... They, they're not making that anymore. Um. 
That's the first time yep. that's ever happened. Yeah, dude, you were that done was... for the night. Yes. <laughs> you didn't even smoke at our own event. No. Fucking... Damn. <laughs> I ate a lot, and, though. And actually, a shout-out to James at Fogan Bates for uh, hooking us up with some uh, free, free vintage cigars that day. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we went in. Very awesome. Dude, what did he give you? Like a... Original release, Ashton VSG. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm. How did that smoke? Uh, I haven't yet. Oh, man. We were smoking the Davidoffs. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, definitely bring it up. And uh, Mo, you had a... Uh, he gave me a... Comancha? I think it was a... Huh? No, I, it was a Lido. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Like two th- Lido Gomez, like from 2005. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. I forgot what it was called. LGs yeah. are good. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm curious about this too now. Like, if you have a limited edition, and I think I heard somebody somewhere recently say it might be to save um, excess, like, wrapper scraps. Mm-hmm. Well, you notice a lot of these LEs, like, we can only do, you know, so many hundred or so many thousand, and they make them in big-ass, like, Grand Toros. Like, the, uh, the small batch six, I think, from LG. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, like, why would you not make that in, let's say, Robusto, and you can make twice as many? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's as much as you think it is. It doesn't take yeah, as much. Can you make twice as many? Yeah, you can't really. I don't know. I think that's, I that's think the so. question. But, like, when you see them um, with the wrapper leaf, you know, they just take a uh, blade, and they just, they just willy-nilly cut that thing, and then they use that for the wrapper. They don't willy-nilly cut the thing, Dave. Well, yeah, they, they, I think there's a method to it, David. No, they, they don't measure it is what I'm saying. Like, they, they hand and eye coordinate it, you know? They just, and they're done. Snip, snip. I mean, that, that's all there is to it. And then they got they, they got have excess on the bottom and excess on the top. And I'm just curious, like, if um, they were to really want to use more of the scraps if they could. There are companies down there that will buy like their scraps and use it as short filler. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of them save it and they sell it. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like the wrapper grade, if mm-hmm. they could repurpose it, you know, like instead of cutting off excess of the top and the bottom, if they were to somehow cut it off in a different way. Yeah. Because I mean, you've seen it, Mo, that they don't measure anything. They just take the blade yeah. and cut and go. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Rich, I want, I want to get to this before we, before it falls off the table. Um, you had said, even though the 1502 XO disappointed you, yeah. you said it was money well spent. What did you mean by that and why? Well, that's a leading question. If I ever heard one, somebody wants you to bet, talk about a topic. Uh, you bet so. it is, pal. You like that? Not, all you got to do is spike it. Don't fuck this up. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it was it was not a good cigar. Um, but uh, yeah, the the 1502 folks just started uh, a lawsuit against I don't know if it's the FDA or the government in general or whoever, um, saying that their their regulation is illegal um, based mm-hmm. on what is it First and Fifth Amendment? Is that what they're I, saying? I believe so. The 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 actual lawsuit is against the FDA. Uh, Robert Cundiff, I think, is the head of the FDA now. And then Sylvia Burwell, who was the former head, I think when they initially brought the uh, brought the uh, the deeming regulations way back, I think she was the head at that time. Gotcha. So the, those are the three named defendants, I believe, that I saw. Hmm. So 
And who all are the um, the plaintiffs? 1502 guys. Uh, premium Enrique. Cigars Global or something like that. Global, global Premium Cigars. I think it's like 1502, Leaf by Oscar. And then some okay. brand I'd never heard of, like Flatello or... Um, I don't remember the name exactly, but... You know, why is it the small guys doing this? Why are the uh, the larger guys with more to lose not doing that? Because they don't have more to lose. They have more to gain. I mean, I mean the larger guys that are going to lose, you know, like the uh, larger boutique. I don't know. They don't lose either. If they've got the money to pay the FTA, they're golden. Yeah, maybe. They're still going to lose. Dude, they're, I don't know, They're going to have to man. cut back at some point. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't think... Uh... I mean, I, and I guess this goes back again to what do you consider boutique? Mm-hmm. Who do you consider boutique? Yeah. But also probably depends on how much of a reach all this is. I don't, I don't really understand it that well. But I don't yeah, know if I mean, have much of a case or not. Apparently, yeah, you know, people are saying that, oh, this is just a shot in the dark grabbing at straws. But, you know, it's not about the way I look at it is even if this one is not – successful in and of itself what comes out of it could lead to a more pointed lawsuit in the future if that makes sense yeah because it will provide it will provide more like direction like okay this is where we were able to make some progress like on these points so future lawsuits should concentrate on these points versus just like you know um spraying bullets everywhere and seeing something that hits you know what i mean yeah i guess that's one of the positives that can come out of it now this yeah. goes against everything that the CAA, the CRA, and IPCPR just came out and t- told everybody to do. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to sit, and I'm and I'm wondering if they're going to come out with any sort of statement about the lawsuit. Hmm. But um, either way, I, I think it's definitely an interesting development. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad they're trying something, um, and I, I should point out that I do like every other 1502 cigar I've ever smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except the XO. The ruby was awesome. I smoked it was that fantastic. one. I really enjoyed yeah, that. that yeah, that was good. Very good. Yeah. I just smoked the black gold recently. I loved it, too. But, you know, like, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you've not signed the petition, you need to go do that. You need yes. to go handle business. Sign it. There, there's got to be 100,000 people that smoke cigars and want to keep smoking cigars as is right now. Oh, uh, dude, if I, I hear up to, like, 12. If, if I hear one more cigar group brag about how many fucking members they have, I'm going to flip my shit because I'm sick of hearing about that and then seeing that we have 18,000 or 20,000 signatures. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Exactly. So I want to see you flip your shit. Reddit has about 30,000 plus users. Really? <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. It's 35,000. Is that the last count? <clears throat> Something like that. Yeah. I mean, we need to figure out a way to harness these people. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I've said it. You have a big portion of cigar smokers that are just not going to get online. And I mean, like guys that I know, like older guys that are in their forties and fifties that have money that can afford to smoke whatever cigar they want. They don't give a fuck. I mean, I hate to say it, but they're not going to go on because you know what? They're going to be able to get their David off. They're going to be able to get their Padrones. And a lot of those same guys smoke non-Cuban Monies or Romeos and stuff. And they don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, we're you know? at 10,288 signatures. Yeah, that's horseshit. Yeah, and if you think your vote is gonna change something in the future, you're probably wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, the petition won't change. I don't think no. much, but it's at least something like give a shit and put your email address in there and click it's go. A, it's a statement more than anything that hey, yeah. we're 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 
we're out there and we're worried about this. Yeah. Apparently there's 10,000 of us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pathetic. <laughs> and that's not counting the people that just use different fucking email addresses. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just the four of us guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Rich is keyboard jockeying at least 10,000 of those 10,288. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. All right, gentlemen, if, if y'all had a genie in a bottle and you rub that bottle, the genie popped out, <laughs> and you could change one thing cigar-related, what would you change? The FDA, man. Yeah. Okay. What are you looking Rather for? Rather short-sighted. What kind of I don't anything like like get creative with it? <laughs> the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get rid of Dave West. <laughs> oh, oh, what an ass! You, wait, now when you say what an ass, do you mean like what an ass? He's like, like, yeah, what an ass. I, I do have a strong ass. I was talking hey, about my own and, and third person. Yeah, hit me with two things. So Mo, Mo's already fixed the FDA. FDA never existed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so, so what else one, I don't think I'd actually wish for it. I, I don't think I'd wish for it, but I do think that I would like to see fewer people on the internet burning through the bands of their cigars. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love this topic. You know what? I'm going to counter that. I want to see more people burning through the bands of their cigars. <laughs> Why? Oh God! It's it's just like I when enjoy- you see somebody else do it, yes. and they're never like, "Was this a good idea?" They're like, "Yeah, you know, party time!" Like it's just so much more funny. It is, and I laugh every it's time hilarious. I see it too. Cracks Dude, I, me up. I literally stop and laugh. Like I laugh out loud. And people are looking at me like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> they do that regardless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, what's something else? Um, I would obviously have a teleporter in my house from me to Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. So I can go down there and get fresh sticks. Why would you want fresh sticks? Yeah. Don't they call uh, that the post office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't have to wait. How about that? Madison Mukau coming in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, so um, Andrew last podcast he mentioned you know the uh, sensor, it was uh, combining and um, aggregating data. Yeah, that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and sorry about the, the damn drug. Um, so he sent me the CSV file, and we're working on um creating like a chart, and we're gonna do a little write up, and Andrew's gonna write a little piece about it. It's gonna be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm taking out. There's, uh, I think out of 20 days, there's 15,000 data entries. So we're trying to cut it down to like one per hour instead of one per minute and see what the chart looks like. It's going to be cool. Maybe in some circles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to find it interesting, man. I'm going to look at that. Well, I think... The, the main question from what I, mean, I what's your, looked what, at what so kind far. of data is it? What is it? That's what he sent us it's today. Temperature, yeah, it's just temperature and humidity over time. So as it's traveling across the U.S. from USPS, yeah, um, what happens to the the temperature and what happens to humidity? I think the question that's going to be um, posited after this is going to be 
well, once I receive cigars, what is the optimal amount of time yeah, that I need okay. to let them sit before I smoke them? And so that's going to require more thought, you know, obviously. The, the, this is, the, you're, you're like trying to introduce saber metrics to fucking cigar sending. I mean, sure. I guess. Haven't we already answered this one like a bazillion times, though? No, because I think this is drilling down a little further. Like, I think it would be cool if you could measure something on the cigar itself, you know, like internal temps or internal something and be able to say, okay, like six to eight days is more optimal when you get it at the house than, mm-hmm. let's say, five days. Or, you know what, 12 days is the absolute peak optimal range. Right, you but know? then you're assu- you're assuming that someone's, like, humidor setup or whatever is optimal in good well. working condition. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to assume a lot. But I think for people yeah. that it is in good working condition, I think it's a question, like, is a week good? Is two weeks mm-hmm. good? Is a month better? You know, I think yeah. most people say a month is arguably better, but yeah, is it that much better? Well, you know, it's you interesting. Know I... be... yeah, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's interesting. Like, those illustrious Goodfellas, like, they had sent us, man, it's ahead of in at least three weeks, maybe a month even, that they sent us those cigars. And they're probably thinking, like, what the hell? We sent these guys these cigars and this and that. But, like, when somebody sends us something for review, I like to let them sit for a good amount of time before we fire them up. You know what I mean? Only to to give it as much possible, optimal experience as possible, if that makes sense. Now, if I'm ordering ordering something for personal consumption, it's different. You know, I might only wait a day. And if I don't like it, then that's on me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I'll let the rest kind of hang out for a little bit or whatever. But <laughs> then again, I don't really order a lot online. so Put them down for a nap. Yeah, put them down for a nap, <laughs> let them rest. Tuck them back in the humidor. There are two things that I think would be interesting about this. The first one that I'm interested in is, you know how sometimes you get a stick from a B&M right when they get it and it kind of sucks? I'm curious how long it should sit there before I smoke it. Okay, yeah, now you just opened up a can of worms, by the way. That, that's fine. Open. I'm cool with that. Um, okay. The other one that I'm curious about before I go into that can of worms <laughs> is if if the cigar's humidity goes so far down for a long enough time, like how long does it take to bring it back? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. De- depends on how far it goes, too. Sure. If it's ruined, then we can get the data. Yeah. There's it's available. No, no bringing it back. <laughs> well, but it's going to well, depend they- on the cigar, too. Yeah. yeah. Every cigar is going to yeah. be different. No, they, they say, like, you should, if you want to age a cigar, it should be, like, low 60s humidity. Like, if you want to age it over a long period of time. That's what I've seen or read. Yeah, lo- low temp, low humidity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I think Rich hit the nail on the head, though. Like, when I first saw the data, that was the first thing that I hit Andrew back with was, I think it'd be really cool if you can say, okay, to the B&Ms, like, submit something to them like hey if you receive something on this date you know it's optimal to let it sit you know six to eight days before serving to the consumers okay but first of all where does he get this data from how is this retrieved he sent he uh, sends so a hydrometer a sensor oh yeah. okay he just sends a hydrometer that'll give him the high and the low no uh no it's, it's way different so each package has a sensor in it yes no, he, of... he's sending one package right now, and it's continuously oh. going back and forth. Oh, and it's, okay. It's got a, a sensor in it, yeah. And he's, he's trying to find a sensor that can measure, like, bounce, you know, and, like, shock. But right okay. now it measures, and it sends uh, every minute. 
humidity and temperature down to like the fourth decimal point. Now, I, look, I respect that. That's pretty cool undertaking, no doubt about it. But here's the thing from B&M perspective. If you have a release date on a cigar, and let's say they get it the day before, how are you going to tell them, okay, here's the optimal time before you should put these on the shelves? Well, the release date's tomorrow. Yeah. And we just got them. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's my philosophical yeah, or logistical issue with it. Well, we yes, talked about it before. And this is the can of worms, Rich. I don't yeah, think no, it's fair. really a can of worms. I, I think it's just like I feel if the cigar is on the shelf, it, it should be able to be judged. But I don't, you know, I think the issue may just be that it shouldn't be on the shelf until it's ready. Well, yeah, so but you said if, if it's a, rolled up, it should be ready. Brand, what I do is I send it out early with the release date, you know, six days from now, if that's how long it's supposed to sit at the B&M. Right. So then I get a better reception. Yeah, absolutely. But, but then, you know, you know you other shops are still going to pre-release it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we see that all the time. Damn train. Dave. Him and his contradicting views. If it's rolled up and ready to smoke, it's ready to smoke. But Dave says... <laughs> what do you mean? It's not. If if we've got this uh, device in there that says about? it's not good to smoke for a couple of days, then it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my point of view is if... A cigar manufacturer releases a cigar, and I can go buy it right now. It should be able to be judged right now because people are buying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're saying it's not now with this <laughs> new sensor and all. No, I mean, it has nothing to do with the sensor. You're um, saying if it's just for... like we talked about with reviews. Like, we're not going to go and, and get something right from the mailbox and review it that same day. But I feel like if it's in the B&Ms and people are buying it and smoking it right then, then philosophically it should be able to be judged because it's released for consumption but i, I think yeah. mo hit it is that the b&ms once they get these in they're putting them in the humidor and if somebody walks yep. in and wants to buy it they're selling it whether that device says not to <laughs> they're making yeah, money they're, they're not hanging on to it and going no this isn't ready for another three days <laughs> sure because that's taking shelf space and humidor space and that's Money mm-hmm. sitting there, mm-hmm. so it's not going to matter what the what the gauge says. The B and Ms are selling it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they will. Now, to but, the end I consumer, mean, if he could tell the end consumer, "Hey, this is traveling from California to Texas, and once it gets to you, it's going to need six days in a, you know, optimal conditions before it's perfect mm-hmm. to smoke for you." Then sure, yeah, that's yes. different. That's that is different. But your B and Ms aren't going to hang on to. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on money. That's yep. true. That's, yeah. They're not going to do that. From the yeah, business the perspective, world. they're not going to. And, you know, it's like people that build, you know, economic models, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, the Federal Reserve, for example, is in charge of the monetary policy in this country, which has been a complete disaster for 10 years now, right? Well, they're all based on economic theory. I mean, sure, you could do a lot of shit based off of theory, but reality sometimes is much different, you know? I'm just saying that there's obviously always going to be optimal conditions for this stuff, but how many people operate in, an, in a continuously optimal environment? It just doesn't happen. The majority don't. Yep. And even on top of that, I mean, a lot of people... Um... Man, these these two and three cigar tube um, cases that people take, leather cases. I mean, you take one to the mm-hmm. golf course or to your to your uh, B and M to smoke for the day or whatever. I mean, 
those are as soon as you put them in those, you're technically your conditions are declining. I mean, they're in your hot pocket, or the and then no humidity, and mm-hmm. I mean, so already then the you're out of those optimal conditions once again, which is how most people smoke them. Or even yeah, at your B and M, get caught up a lot. Go ahead, sorry, man. Sorry, even at your B and M, some guy will go in there if he's sitting for the day. He'll go in and buy two or three cigars, smoke one, and set the other two just next to him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I and and I think a lot of times we also assume that everybody kind of does things the way we do, or like other people that we know do, if that makes sense, and. The bottom line is, man, there's not a lot of people that are sitting on a hundred cigar humidor space. You know, a lot of guys will just have like a little thing where they'll keep 10 or 11 or 15 cigars, you know, around. A little Zycarp uh, case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out of all of the cigar smokers I know and guys that I would consider even pretty consistent cigar smokers, very few of them have like elaborate, you know, uh, storage setups, you know what I mean? Or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but. And I'm cool if it only leads to me optimizing my stuff. I'm happy with that. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I just want to know, damn it. <laughs> Dave. I'm with show you, Dave. Me the data. Dave. Like, what, what was that guy? Uh, show me the money. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. I'm like Jerry Maguire, but with data. <laughs> show me the yeah. data. So, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> We ready to move on here? Mm-hmm. So how long have we been on? That doesn't matter. <laughs> so <laughs> Moo Cow. Um, his last one here. He goes, uh, "How good an idea is it to have an Iron Chef like show, but for cigar <laughs> rollers?" Bonus points. What would the mystery ingredients be? Dude, I think that'd be really cool. Man, to have I- like master blenders there, you know, with the mm-hmm. torcedor. Head-to-head competition. Yeah, be like, all right, you got this much Ometepe, you know, and it's like way too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, here you go, use it all. Here's one infused <laughs> leaf. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome, man. That would be a pretty cool show. Yeah, except you'd have just like ten, you'd, you'd ten, have like ten people. Watching yeah, it, ten people would watch. <laughs> but everybody would want to be on the panel, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um. Do we got more on that? Because if not, I have kind of another topic for stuff. <laughs> no? Go for it, man. Yeah? Okay. Um, so Turn the topic off the knees. K- no, no. So kinda, I'm sure it's a good idea, so that's all I needed. It is a good yeah. idea. I like it. Um, so kind of with the seasons changing, uh, people kicking AC on, do you guys do anything different? Do you guys have... Well, I know what Dave and Mo have, but Mukau, uh, like humidor space. Do you guys do anything different with your humidors? Do you check them more often? Um, you know, the AC can kind of dry out the house and stuff, just as they, like the heat can in the winter. Do you do anything different? I mean, we move in Wisconsin. We move from the heater is on to the AC is on without much gap. So, okay, um, I don't really do anything different. I'll check on it pretty frequently. Just curious. I'd seen some stuff online and um, wondered for, for like new people if uh, there were any tips for checking your humidor. Or, uh, what do you I use, mean, man? Um, I just have a, a big 
like wooden foot locker humidor from uh, cheap humidors. Yeah. And I have uh, Boveda packs in there. Okay. I yeah. used to use beads, but I switched over because it's easier. Yeah, and Dave hates Boveda, so that's even better. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Like> it, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for any news. back every for, time, doesn't it? Yeah. For all of our new <laughs> listeners, since, you know, I'm sure there are so many. Um, I my review humidor. I'm getting ready to is mute. only Bovita. Getting ready to I mute only, you. Yeah, I, I only have Bovita packs in my review humidor. I don't hate them like Drew claims. I just don't believe them 100. percent That is all. Uh, um. So. Yeah. So if you're looking for tips, though, you know, if you have a little humidor, if you've got like a 15 cigar humidor or something, um, you don't want to check it too often. So if you start getting too freaked out about it you're gonna lose humidity real fast what do you think what's a what's a good uh once a week once every couple yeah, weeks it's probably about right kind of depending on how many cigars you're smoking out of it right because if you're smoking every day you're opening it every day anyways right yeah and then just look then yeah um so new guys if anybody new new people guys girls whatever listening uh we always suggest bovedas because they're easy they start to get a little dry you throw a new one in um, you need the cash register sound effect. <laughs> yeah, if I was actually getting paid by them. <laughs> so what's these, uh, Dave? I I sent you guys a picture of it of these yeah, new what ones. Yeah, are these new ones? Um, they're they're a gel, and now I don't even I don't have them with me. The the brand I don't even know. Do you guys, you guys remember? Let me see if HF I can. Jeff or something like that. Let me see I if don't... I can pull up the text. Yeah, that was that was all new to me. Yeah, I, Costa had just got those in too, and I I haven't tried them yet. I hadn't seen them. I was in Colorado uh, last week and saw those at a store and just bought them. We won't go into that whole story. <laughs> okay, so these are HF. <laughs> I'll be back to visit. <laughs> a lot sooner than you think. <laughs> HF, jelly, yeah. cigar humidifier, uh, humidifier gel. Um, so how does this work? So uh, you, you rip up on the sides... Um, it doesn't like expose it, but it opens up to, to be able to humidify. And the guy had one in a bag. Cause I asked him, I was like, dude, what's this? And he's like, well, just new competition with Boveda. He, but it keeps it really high. He, he, he had a baggie full and it was at like 72. Um, he said between 72, 75. I was like, dang, that's most people that I know that are keeping cigars don't they want like 65s or 69s or something. Yeah. So, hmm. while I, I do a combination of 69 and 72. Yeah. While that's it's what I do. while it's nice, that's just like really I don't know, really high. Weird. I like to keep mine around 70. 70 70. That's what I try to and do. Then, and then I take them out and I'll let them sit for a couple of days before I smoke them and that's kind of my optimal method. So I like to do it. Well, I'll uh, I'll start using these in something, and I'll let you guys know how they go. So are those a two-way humidification then? Yeah, they're two-way, um, okay. but it's a it's a gel instead of whatever I don't even know what Bavetas is. Yeah. Can you recharge it? Um, man, I, dude, this is all I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try it. I'm uh, I'm really happy with the kitty litter though right now. Did did you just sigh my name? Is that what happened? Yes. Can, can and I've heard a lot of people. 
<laughs> I've heard a lot of people say the kitty litter is the way to go. Dude, man, it's um, three little bitty bowls in my cabinet have replaced an Oasis Magna. Wow. Yeah. Done. It's really helpful. And if you have to go to the bathroom, you're golden. <laughs> when I get done with the podcast. Did Drew just leave? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to try to look these up. HF humidifiers. Did we lose Mo? No, Mo just put himself on mute for a bathroom break. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys about that kitty raining. litter. <laughs> <laughs> kitty litter. Dave. For real. <laughs> Why'd you just moan Dave's name? Yeah, do it again. That's two in a row, and I'm I'm still liking it. Jeez. Well, we'll find out more info on them maybe for next podcast. Anybody cool. else? Any anything else? Uh, Here's a question Trevor? for you guys. Go for it, man. So, if you had to pick, either keep your cigar line or not talk to each other, what would you go with? Cigar or your friend? Hmm. Wait, keep it? Keep the cigar line? Or Which would you choose? If you had to get rid of one, I guess that's an easier way to say it. Would you ditch each other, or would you ditch the cigar line? Oh, shit. I guess I'm not really sure of the question. Well, now he changed it. So we we can either ditch the cigar line and continue to be friends, or keep the cigar line but not be friends. I'm shooting for controversial. <laughs> uh, well, well, if the FDA, if the FDA yeah, I just get rid of the line. The way it is, we might only have our friendship. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd get rid of the line and um, stick with the podcast, the blog. Yeah. <laughs> Not Mo necessarily, but the podcast. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, look. Without without Mo, there is no podcast. Moby <laughs> <laughs> dude. All right, you're right. I'll get rid of Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making that that decision for me. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. Say my name again. Oh, (laughs) jeez. All right, Moo Cow. What about you, Mo? Wait, what about Mo? What did you do? Okay. What do you mean? He said to the FDA, he'd keep... Nah, not a... All right, go, Mo. Cigars or Drew, right now? Drew. You guys are boring. Yeah, Yeah, we're boring. there There was totally hesitation there. (laughs) <laughs> you telling me you don't just want one silhouette on the band of your cigar? <laughs> How the hell is the Sultan's a smoke with only? I mean, I mean, you have to change the band to be the Sultan of smoke. <laughs> You're telling me that doesn't appeal to you at all, Mo? Actually, no. I think it would appeal to Drew more. I think Drew would be the the cutthroat one in this one. Not at all. No. No, no, Damn. Drew. Y'all are dry. I'm all talk. I've never, I'll tell you what, that's one way I've never been described. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm a fucking walking lube. Moo cow. So, um, you can have a cigar with anybody. Who would it be and why? And what oh, cigar? I, I, I know your questions. I'm ready for this. Uh, oh, that one's new. Um, so, today my answer would be I would actually like to sit down and 
cigar with one of the FDA leads to make sure they understand what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Hmm. What's what? Okay, so I don't, I don't think one sit down is going to do that, but that's all right. That's, Man, you that's have an ambitious undertaking. What would your setting <laughs> yeah. be? Where, where would you be having the cigar at? Some kind of oval office. office. Office, no. Some kind of lounge. Yeah. See what everybody's up to. So, so you they'd be cutting out. You're sitting down with one of them. Um, what yeah. cigar would you offer them to to make this like, if this could be like a home run hit for the whole cigar industry? What cigar are you picking? Oh man. Uh, if I had to pick, I would. I don't think you can go wrong with an Opus X Angel's share. Right, well, Dave, Dave <laughs> begs to differ. Dave, yeah. <laughs> Good thing Dave does not run the FDA. Dave has different views. <laughs> Dave's just different. Am I exclusively different, as Warped would say? <laughs> no, there's actually uh, a lot of people I think out of out of all the Opus line, the Angel Share is probably the least favorite for yeah. people. I would Are say. Are you serious? Yeah, it is. Generally, yeah. Lost cities. Because I think more cause, popular. Cause I think most people that smoke Opus like stouter sticks, um, and the Angel Share is pretty light. I think most people who don't love Opus get more into the Angel's share, though. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's, that's fine. Okay. I don't. I don't think somebody who hasn't smoked many cigars should probably jump straight to Opus. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. That's why Dave doesn't like it. He's still a noob. No man. That Oscuro <laughs> Oro was good. Okay. Um. So your top three cigars, all time. Oh. All right. So, Fuente Eye of the Shark. Padron, mm. 1964 Maduro, mm-hmm. and uh, Opus X Angel Share. And okay. and since you're ready, stash trash and ash. Yep, I, I anticipated this one. <laughs> uh, so I would ash the eye of the shark because I don't think they're going to get any better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would stash the Padron 1964 mm-hmm. uh, because those do get better over time. And then that just leaves the Opus, so, you know. Sorry. Mm. That's all right. So what's your what's your favorite brand overall, uh, Rich, would you say? You a Fuente guy? I am a Fuente guy. I think if I had to pick a brand that just can't miss, I would say probably either Warped or Padron, though. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's quite a stark contrast there. Yeah. No kidding. That's interesting. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Have you tried Cornelius yet? Or Cornelius and Anthony? I haven't. Oh, uh, man. You got to try the Cornelius. What's that brand by uh, Henke Kellner's kid? What's that huh? called? There's a brand that is, is uh, for that uh, Henke Ken- Kellner's kid is doing. I forgot what it's called, though. You know, I just had a cigar from the Kellner factory. And yeah. That was, that was really was that good. Again? The surreal, surreal day and night. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's something Dude. like that. I forgot the name of the brand, but I, I was yeah. I was wanting to bring it up earlier when you're talking about um, overshadowed cigars mm-hmm. or underhyped or whatever. I I thought that was a really good cigar, man. Like, yeah, it it was mind blowing compared to like I went into it with zero expectations. I had no idea what it was, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really good. Actually, another like, one, another one that we were talking about. Time doesn't really do it well. Is um, the EP Carrillo limited editions. Yeah. Like it feel it seems like after probably like three years, yep. they start to lose something significantly. That's probably the cutoff point for those. 
So if you're into EP Carrillo, like those limited editions, I would say probably smoke them within three years. And I've got some 2012s I need to fire up. Yeah. Hopefully they're probably not, not going to get any better. Yeah. Uh, anything else we got? Um, Rich, if you wouldn't mind, man, for everybody, I knew that, this was coming. Whatever this is, <laughs> <laughs> just describe freaking like you. How did you get into cigars, real quick, for everybody? And you know what? What kind of cigar experience would you consider like your ultimate experience? Not that you necessarily had, but like what would make a cigar really good for you? Yeah, so uh, I got into cigars about 10 years ago when I was in college. I had a friend who who gave me my first cigar, and I ended up putting it out pretty quick, but uh, it, it ended up sticking. Um, so I ended up smoking with him a whole lot and getting more into it. And then ideal experience would be it's anytime I smoke with friends, especially people that you know I've sort of talked to online or talked to in one way or another and get to meet in person. That's always a really fun time. Awesome. Hey, honey, I'm going down to the cigar shop to meet a bunch of dudes from online. <laughs> no, wait up for me. <laughs> no, it's really weird, though. Like, so I've gone a couple of times out to Ann Arbor, Michigan to meet up with people, and I'm like, hey, I'm out for the weekend. And she's just like, all right, you know, don't get axe murdered. <laughs> <laughs> she understands. That's good. Now, Rich, I'm going to throw something out there, and I want to see if you can answer this. If not, I'll answer it for you. <laughs> a celebrity a celebrity that people tell you you look like because when I'm, i saw your picture this is exactly who came to mind and then i showed drew and, and dave and they were like holy shit but have you ever been compared to anybody not that i'm aware of <laughs> <laughs> really give, i feel like this won't be flattering give it to him no it's not that it's not i mean it's flattering or not flattering but uh, your reaction, you know, like your picture that you have like on Instagram with you, like all wide eyed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis. Oh, nice. That no, was he's the, a funny uh, fucker. Honey, I that guy's pretty pimp. Guy, wasn't it? Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah. I'll take it. He's, awesome. <laughs> he's probably not a sex pot though, right? Nobody would be like that guy's. <laughs> that guy's a sexy dude. Well, uh, I, don't never know. Know. I, I just googled him, and uh, I mean, you I, never know. I mean, I did. <laughs> yeah. He gets some action, I'm sure. Matter of fact, I'm going to text him to you right now. Anything else? <laughs> Dave, you're cut off. Mo, anything else? Nah, man. I'm done. Okay, so um, we missed a podcast last week. Um, and me and Mo had done a couple events. Uh, Tulsa, um, Dallas. Um, huge shout out to the crowd that came out at Classic. Uh, appreciate you guys, and then especially to the UG once again for having us all down there. You guys that are listening, thank you very much for that. Um, you guys are always awesome. Um, the uh, the warm welcome we get going down there. You guys are you guys are great, and thanks for listening. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you. All Can right, plug something real quick. Yep, go for it, man. <laughs> no, ready, just ready? kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> About to get plugged. <laughs> so uh, this Sunday we're having Victor. Oh yeah, I meant to ask. Cigars. Is it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Because I thought you just yeah, posted I, Saturday online. Uh, man, last time I did Sunday with June, I think fourth, but it's actually the fifth. Uh, shit, it's supposed to be Sunday. Sunday. So Sunday at uh, seven p.m. Central Standard Time, eight p.m. Eastern, and uh, he's a cool dude. And to log in, you just go to cigarnoise.com and click the virtual lounge or log in from the Cigar Noise app. Awesome. Um, 
probably a couple hours worth, and it's very low-key. We just bullshit with them. It's kind of like you're right there in the lounge. Actually, you are right there in the virtual lounge. Exactly. (laughs) But, yeah, there's no structure or format, you know. Um, We're just kind of hanging out together. Awesome. I'll be on there. Mo, you going to make it? Uh, No. The likelihood is minimal. Moo Cow? If I can uh, get away from the kid, yes. Awesome. That's good answer. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Catch you guys next week. Thanks, Moo Cow, for coming on, man. Thanks, guys. It was a good time. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for listening to the Salt and the Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook and Instagram. It's the Salt and the Smoke. Twitter, it's at Salt and the Smoke. You can email us anytime at thesaltandthesmoke at gmail.com. Also, check out uh, our cigar brand. Both the Legacy and the Box Press are available at Casa de Monte Cristo or online at CDM Cigars in Chicago. Next month, they'll also be available at Jack Schwartz. Uh, if you're in the Tulsa area, you can pick them up at Classic Cigars. Or if you're in the Texas-Dallas area, Fort Worth, it's going to be the Underground Cigar Shop. Thank you for listening.